The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I am your host, Raider Greg. And we're a little bit more than two weeks away from the draft. And boy, things are up in the air. We're getting a little clearer picture of what we're going to get. But I'm telling you, things are happening in a very positive way. There's a whole lot of that and more here on Show 233. A little more than two weeks before the draft, that's when we'll find out who we get, our young players, our new players, the infusion of talent of the Oakland Raiders. Who knows what the positions will be? And I really am very happy with the way the Raiders have conducted business this offseason. I'm feeling good, man. It looks good. There's no second foot to drop. So far, I am amazed at the wisdom and the rationale behind every move the Oakland Raiders has done. I'm always positive, but this season has a little bit of spice to it. You gotta love it, because I do, and I see great things coming for the Raiders, and I'll tell you why in these stories. Okay, the stories for today will be... What... A competent backup? That's right. Garcia joins the Oakland Raiders. We'll talk about that. I love that move. Also, slipped in the back door, we got a lineman. That's correct, too. Marcus Johnson. We'll talk about him and what he has to offer the Oakland Raiders. The Broncos are Rocky Mountain High, Potna. If they think I got the best deal out of the Cutler trade, we're going to hit that a little bit because that is a joke. Because we're going to tell you what the owner said about at the season old ticket holder meeting. You are going to love it. And one little short story, of course, just say, hell no to Plexico. No, we don't want this cancer in a locker room, and I'll tell you why. And, of course, the bone line, you guys are coming in strong, solid, for sure. In the offseason, man, I can tell you, everybody's jonesing for football I love to have you fans here. It's great for everybody's input. I am loving that, too. It makes everybody's offseason just a little more comfortable, if you know what I mean. So, without further ado, let's get to our first story. What? A competent backup quarterback? I love it! This here story is an uh, article uh, that I found at InsideBayArea.com. Cam Ingman is the author, and here goes. Six years after the 49ers foolishly dumped quarterback Jeff Garcia and a slew of other stars, his nomadic journey through the pro ranks has returned him to the Oakland Raiders. Yes, he is a Bay Area resident, we all know, and a homegrown guy. And if you listen to his interview, it was very good to see him very positive. For me, coming back to Oakland, uh, it's one of those things where uh, I know that I'm 
somewhat at the latter part of my career. I feel like I still have a lot to offer, still have a lot to bring to a team. And it's great to be playing for a team that I grew up being a big fan of. I, I was a huge fan of so many of the former Raiders, the Ken Stablers, the Jim Plunkett's, the uh, Mark Van Egan's. I mean, so many of the, the historical names that are associated with this team. Uh, and now to be associated with that is a very positive thing for me. I realize that right now Jamarcus is the anointed starter. And I'm going to support him and help him any way that I can and part of helping him is is by pushing him and showing what I'm capable of as a player also and I think that it's important to show that uh, this team has depth at all positions and quarterbacks definitely going to be one of the positions that there will be positive depth at and if he for some reason can't do it then hopefully I'm the guy that can do it and it, it's just one of those things where I'm going to be very supportive of him. He's a young kid. Uh, he has uh, so much talent within himself. Uh, hopefully I can just help to, to bring it out in him and also uh, help be a leader on this team and help bring this team together as a unit and, and, and allow us to play together as a team every Sunday and compete at a high level. And you could tell this cat just doesn't want to be a backup, even though he's only signed for a single-year contract. But... He is going to push Jamarcus right up, man. He's going to be right on top of Jay Russ, and that is good for the Oakland Raiders. It's a great addition for a single-year contract for somebody who's a very good quarterback. Last year, passer rating was 90.2. How much better can you get than that? The guy almost took the Bucks to the Super Bowl, or at least to the playoffs anyways. He's a gamer. He's a real good guy as far as footwork goes. He is the guy that Jamarcus can learn footwork from because Garcia is a run-and-gun passer. People are saying that it's not the same style. It's not the same guy. He is someone who can teach Russell how to prepare for games. There's nothing that you can say bad about this deal. We got a great deal of a great player who's still got some gas in the tank, 39 years old, and I'll tell you what, he is a gamer to the end. He takes a hit, pops back up, and goes right back to the huddle. He's a leader, and he's a good quarterback. I am very, very happy to see this. I'm telling you, I have not seen this happen to the Oakland Raiders for many years now where we have a competent second stringer that can come in and throw the ball around and actually make some progress. This will be the first time in many years that I'll be able to say if Jay Russ gets hurt out of the game, I'll be able to say, well, we got a good chance, man. Garcia's a good quarterback. I think this is an excellent pickup. I think we did a great job, and I am amen to Al Davis and Tom Cable. Man, you've got me going. you got the juices going here because this is a great, great thing. Garcia wants to complete his football season here in Oakland. Um, he wants to complete his career here in the Bay Area. And who knows, man, this guy doesn't sound like he wants to be a backup. He sounds like he's ready to come in and take over this team. Now, I know there's a lot of rumbling about he, he could never take over for Jay Russ and his intangibles. I'm telling you, man, this is all a positive signing. Great idea. Great thing the Raiders did. And I am happy that they picked this guy up just for the leadership quality the, the amount of film this guy's seen, the amount of games this guy's played, and the way he picks himself up and dusts himself off and gets back to it, I'm telling you, man, Jay Russ could learn nothing but good things about this cat from this cat 
to help our team. I am jacked up excited. What a great thing. And I'm telling you, man, the Raiders are really thinking when they're making these moves. I can't believe it, man. I love it. Even the sweeter part of this whole deal is the 49ers are looking at drafting another quarterback. And they could have picked this guy up at the free agent market. It is a great steal for the Raiders. The Niners once again left with mud on their faces. That makes it all the more sweet. And that is all I have to say about that. And our next story, Marcus Johnson, another lineman. I'm going to tell you guys something. We need weapons. They're talking about we need an offensive tackle, a fucking guard or whatever. We already got two of those cocksuckers. We already got two of them in the offseason. We signed a couple of them. I'm not sure their names. I got to go back and check. But I'm sure we signed two offensive linemen already, a tackle and a fucking guard. We need weapons on offense to fucking generate points. We need that. We can stick any banana-eating motherfucking fat motherfucker on the offensive line to block. Blocking is not a hard fucking thing to do. We don't need no fucking linemen. I'm hoping for a good season, but the only way we're going to fucking do it is if we don't hire no banana-eating motherfucking guys. This is C-Money. I always bring it real like I always do. You know I don't fuck around. I bring it real, baby. So peace out, Raider Nation. One love. I love y'all, man. Go Raiders. Tom Cable is doing his job. I'm telling you, when they signed, uh, of course, obscured by the Garcia deal, Marcus Johnson, 27-year-old lineman for the Minnesota Vikings, who played 47 games for the Vikes in the past four seasons. He started 18 of those games and was a very big part of their offensive line. Now, you know the Vikings have had studs up front for a long time with no quarterback. This is another fantastic pickup by the Oakland Raiders. Johnson, a 6'6", 321-pound right offensive tackle, will compete with Cornell. I beat my wife with a mop green that I don't think might be around now that this guy has been put in. I knew that we could make some moves, and maybe Cornell is going to have to smell his way to another job. Yes, carrying his mop and bucket with him, divorce court, that's for sure. It is great, man. Khalif Barnes, now Marcus Johnson, Eric Pierce. I love it. Samson Satele. We are making some great moves on the offensive side of the ball. The line is looking way more solidified. You know Tom Cable is going to be able to whip these guys into shape. And I am telling you right now, Raider Nation, this says a lot about what we're going to draft. It changes the dynamics of the draft. I'll tell you, as a fan, I'm just pumped that we're addressing finally the offensive line that has been a sore toe for the Raiders for so long. We've been sticking Band-Aids on it like Quain Paperback Harris for so long that I haven't expected much out of our offensive line, including the gallery thing. I think gallery is going to step up to the plate again this season with some people around him that are going to help him to play better on that line. I can't wait to see our running backs blowing through different teams in the AFC West. I just freaking love it. I think this is a great move, and it looks like we might go defense, defensive tackle, defensive end, something like that in the draft, maybe even Crabtree. I don't know, but it's great to see these holes being filled in wise and prudent ways. It's just amazing, and I know as a fan you got to be blown away by the wisdom being thrown out there by the Oakland Raiders this offseason. This was another coup, man, I'm telling you. 
Tom Cable and Al Davis are one on this situation. It seems like the magic is back in Oakland. Now we got to get to playing some football, but that is a great pickup. Our offensive line, folks, is looking good. And with our running backs, baby, we got no place to go but to the end zone. I love it. I love it. I love it. Raider Nation, you should be freaking pumped. I am. And that is all I got to say about Marquise Johnson. Marcus, 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 Marcus. Here's a short and sweet story. Just say hell no to Polexico. That's right, Plexico Burris. We don't need him. We don't want him. And I'll tell you, I'd rather have Amani Toomer any day of the week, um, or Marvin Harrison any day of the week. I'd pay them more money for those guys because this guy, Plexico, as awesome as a player as he is, he's a great receiver. He is a knucklehead. Any idiot who would take a gun into a club in a pair of sweatpants without a holster is got to get his head examined. And he gets caught, and he's up against a possible three-year federal term, and he's in the hot seat. What does he do? Yes, he gets four. Count him four speeding tickets, of which the last was caught on a cop cam, and he was quoted as saying the F-bomb about 50 times. Uh, Very nasty individual. And, you know, why would you get in that much trouble? Why would you try four speeding tickets after you have a possibility of going to prison for three years? This guy's got a screw loose. Al Davis is going to have nothing to do with this guy. I hope and pray it'd be the biggest mistake we ever made is going after this knucklehead. We don't need his drama. We certainly need, don't need to pay him. And we don't even know if this cat's going to be able to get out of prison. And, of course, all the mock media guys have him coming to the Raiders because he's a bad boy. He's a troublemaker. Well, I don't care about that. He's just a knucklehead. That's what I care about. And we don't need no knuckleheads on the Oakland Raiders. I think we've got a good mix. I think we're going in the right direction. This would be a U-turn as far as I'm concerned as far as the decision-making. In Oakland, we got to keep away. Stay away from Palexico. Just say no to freaking Palexi Co. I'm telling you, bad move, bad all the way around. We don't need him. And there's other news. I'll just say some people have been popping off about Ocho Cinco. The Oakland Raiders could give up the second round draft pick for Ocho Cinco. I call him Ocho Attitudo Stinkorino. Yes, he's got a shitty attitude. I know he does play very hard. He's a good player, but I don't think the Raiders can afford to give up a second-round draft pick at this time, maybe in the next season, but not now. We do have unproven wide receivers that started to pick it up in the offseason, and I think we got a hero here. And with this new offensive line, man, we got to give this team right here an opportunity to make it happen. Like I said, we have other options besides this knucklehead. We don't need him. No, we don't need this guy either. So just say no to Ocho Cinco. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> <laughs>
And that is definitely all I got to say about that. The Bronca Hoes are Rocky Mountain. That's right. The Rocky Mountain High Denver Broncos feel they got the better deal of the Jay Cutler trade to the Chicago Bears. Well, guess what? That's some bullshit. And everybody in the AFC West knows it. And I don't know who they're trying to blow smoke up, but they ain't blowing smoke up smoke up my ass. That's for sure. I am so happy that the Cutler has been cut. It's a great thing for the AFC West. And the best part about it, Raider Nation, is that the owners, Pat Bolin of the Denver Broncos, sends a letter to the season ticket holders, and this is what he had to say. I'm writing you this letter today because I feel compelled to give our community and our fans an explanation regarding the Jay Cutler Situation, wrote Bolin. <laughs> I would rather say that he did the Jay Cutler screw up. The Jay Cutler, we blew it. <laughs> I love it. And he says this too. This has to be thrown in. Understand this. It remains about our team. Our franchise has gone through the Super Bowl six times with three different coaches and many different players. It has never been about one player. It has never been, and it never will be. Coach McDaniels shares this vision, and everyone in the organization, players, coaches, and staff, must understand and accept this unconditionally. If anyone does not, that person will not be part of this franchise. <laughs> you blew it, Bolin. You took a Pro Bowl quarterback and you sent him back into the NFC. You are a geek. But for that, we are so internally happy. Thank you so much. I think we should send old Pat some flowers, some candies, <laughs> a big, big thank you letter. I think so, too. Let's just do that if we can, Raider Nation. Let's just do that. Anyways, that's the situation in Denver, the Broncos owner. Can you see Al Davis sending you a, an I'm sorry? Can you see it? I bet you'll never see one. You'll never have one on your wall. You'll never have one in your possession because I just don't think that that will ever come from Al Davis, which is fine because <laughs> this was a horrific move. And just think of your Bronco fan. I would be absolutely 
freaking blown away. And I mean, <laughs> blown away. Because, to be quite honest, they blew it. And that's all I have to say about that. All right, Raider Nation, it's time for your favorite part and mine, of course, the bone line. Side of the bone. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Let's get on the bone line. Throw me a bone. You guys have been doing a great job. There's been things happening. Positive energy. Can I feel it? Can you feel it? You bet your ass you can feel it. The Raiders are doing great things. So hang on to your seats. Here comes the nation with what they got to say. We have Raider Wild from Australia. This guy is very cool. Very cool cat with the alligator on his back. Check it out at the tailgates there in Oakland. Having a blast. Having beers. Great time with you. What you got to say, my good brother from down under? G'day Raider Nation podcast, it's your beer-swilling, weed-taking, mate from the outback, Mr. Raider Wild, aka Raider Tailgater. Basically, first up, I'm calling to say I'm stoked with the Raiders' direction this off-season. Al brings in a coach who specialises in one of their glaring weaknesses of the last six years, the O-line. Going from Art Shell in 2006, who couldn't cock-block a rooster in a henhouse, to Tom Cable that brought back respectability in the 070 line under Kiffin, and the jack-of-all-trades in 08, where he was the O-line coach, the head coach, and the offensive coordinator, and left us all drooling for more. I also like the promotion of Paul Hackett to QB coach. I hear some Bucks fans I know whinging about the job he did with Jeff Garcia, but I don't hear any of those haters mentioning the shit he did with the QBs in San Fran back in the early 80s, and that dynasty going on to win all those Super Bowls with stellar quarterback play. I'm pretty sure Hackett holds a record the second most productive season in terms of quarterbacks turning the ball over. And to compare Jeff Garcia to Steve Young, well, I'm thinking Jamarcus is more in the Steve Young mold because Garcia ain't no franchise quarterback. There's only one coaching hire that baffles me and it's going with a passing coordinator over a fully-blown offensive coordinator. Sure, Cable's team is going to be 100% committed to the run, but I fear that with any run-to-passing audibles, then the Raiders may just be looking at a year when we're plagued by delay of game warning after delay of game warning. Cable, Jamarcus, and this new pass coordinator better all have the best chemistry on the team. I want this trio to be tired at the hip, sharing one milkshake with three straws. I want them to have a bromance and think alike, otherwise the judges don't see this working out. Can anyone out there in the nation tell, let me know of any successful teams not to go with an offensive coordinator? and just have a pass coordinator. I'd be interested in knowing that so I can look up into some of those stats. Uh, lastly, wanted to thank Raider Nation podcast community. I met at the Kingsford Kirk tailgate last year. Joan Jorge, you're a Raider fan immortal. Toke Raider and Asian Persuasion, great to have a drink and beer and chat with you. And to that crazy dude with the Bigfoot beer, I won't say your name on air because basically I enjoyed hitting the hooch and getting high with you. Also, shout out to the Crusader Raider for inspiring me to rep my corner of the world and pay homage to my boy Steve Owen by being Raider Tailgater. Sorry all for this epic bowline call. I know I'm probably run over the two-minute mark, but hey, I'll try and touch base more often. Peace. Well, 
couldn't cock block a rooster. <laughs> That's pretty damn funny. Paul Hackett was a great hire. I have to agree with you that. Well done, man. You know what I got to say to you? Rack him <laughs> like Jim Rowe would do because that was great. Excellent phone call. I don't give a crap if you went over two minutes. That was very well done. A lot of good stuff there. Raider Nation, check it out. This guy's from Australia. Raider fan to the bone. I just love it, man. Great person. Great character. Can't wait to see you again at the Mecca. All righty. Who's next on the line? We got Raider Chris from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hostile territory. Hit it, brother. Hey, everybody. This is Raider Chris from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Just got to say one quick thing. I'm tired of all these true Raider fans calling and saying that they need to grab Crabtree in the draft. Just got off a big surgery. If you don't know football, wide receivers use their ankles quite a lot. So I think they should go for Macklin and, or even Percy, Percy Harvin out of Florida. Both healthy, both ready to go, both very fast, and could definitely help Jamarcus Russell deep. If they don't go for wide receiver, go for a lineman like big boy uh, Maben out of Penn State. Tough guy, seen him play, ready to go, could help that Raider line. Everybody knows without a line, doesn't matter who you have in the backfield or a wide receiver. So Percy Macklin, wide receiver, definitely ready to go, or Maben. Raider Chris from Scranton, out. Well, Perry Harmon, if he's available in the second round, third round, yeah, probably so. But I think they're going to go defensive line or defensive end. I think they've been pretty smart so far, and I think that's the direction we need to go. we got to stop the run so people stop scoring points on us so we don't have so much pressure. I think it's important. I think we're going to do it. That's where I think we're going. But great suggestions, man. And as far as Crabtree goes, I don't think so either. I hope not anyway. All righty, who's next? We have Raider Maniac. Hit it, brother. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Maniac calling from Central Illinois. I just wanted to comment on a couple of things. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say that I'm I'm very happy with what the Raiders have done this offseason and what they haven't done. They didn't go out and spend a bunch of money on a bunch of bozos, worthless, washed-up, has-been players like they've done in the past. And they've really, really added a lot of depth to their offensive line. That's a good thing. Now we can focus on the draft with something else. Not a wide receiver. I think we are really set at wide receiver. And adding another young guy at wide receiver isn't, you know, isn't going to help much. I mean, we got three, four young ones already, like Shillings, Higgins, Shields, Holland. And I can't remember the other guy's name, Todd something or other. But um, the only thing I would say, and then we got Javon Walker, who restructured his contract. So that shows he's uh, maybe trying to head in a different direction. As far as the draft goes, this is what I would like to see us do. Draft nothing but defense in the first three rounds. A defensive tackle with a first pick is pretty much a must. Like we all know, stopping the runs has been a huge problem for us over the past several years. So B.J. Raji would probably be the answer for that one. In the second round, I'm going to throw you a couple names that you might not have heard of. You may have, though. Uh, defensive end, George Selvey, USF. Great pass rusher. And then in the third round, 
a guy that's really under the radar, plays for the University of Illinois, names Britt Miller, plays middle linebacker and played outside linebacker, played both positions really well, always around the ball, knows where the ball is, so I think he would be a great pickup for us in the third round. It might be even be a steal for us. We do need help at the linebacker position. And then with the fourth and seventh pick we have, just, you know, go for the best player available. Wide receiver, like I said, is not really a need. If we wanted to bring in one, I would still say to bring in uh, Amani Toomer. I mean, hell, he's a veteran, reliable, and he could teach the young guy something. Well, that's all I've got to say. Oh, yeah, one more thing. I'm very happy with uh, our prime time schedule. To be the best, you got to beat the best. And uh, what better way to show the improvement the Raiders are going to be making than on national television? It starts with a Monday night opener. The streak with the San Diego Chargers ends at 11. And then Thanksgiving Day with the Dallas Cowboys. That's a winnable game for us. <laughs> you might think I'm crazy, but like I said a couple calls ago, we're going to shock some people this year. It's all up to Jamarcus Russell whether he can be committed to what he's supposed to do or not. Other than that, we've got talent all over the field on offense. Hell, our offensive line should be real good. I mean, hell, they've added depth, like I said, all over the place, and trading for a stud center is a good thing. We've added depth to the tackle positions. we got McQuiston coming back off a knee injury. Hopefully he can get back to form. That's about all I've got. Go Raiders! Well, man, I'm telling you, you got a lot of great takes. Another great take by another great Raider fan. Uh, you know, our O-line depth is absolutely the, the fact. I agree with don't draft a wide receiver. I don't care who it is. I'm with you on Toomer. Been with you since you brought it up. Uh, I also agree with the Monday night and the primetime games that the Raiders are going to show some people some pretty wild stuff this year, and it all hinges on our man Jamarcus. But the fact that we got Garcia makes me even feel better. Uh, we, you know, we have opportunities. We have a lot of ways to go. We've got depth on our team. It's been a long freaking time. Thanks for the call, brother. All right, who's next? My good brother, Raul Oliveros. Raider Nation Podcast Forum Section People, what's up? This is Raul Oliveros And I'm calling because I'm a little upset A little disappointed That as a Raider fan I'm actually very excited that the Denver Broncos Are going to get rid of Jay Cutler But as a fan of the game This is what pisses me off Not one individual is bigger than the game and this Jay Cutler guy, he thinks he's actually bigger than the game. Jay Cutler, what have you done to demand a trade? It's like Deion Sanders said, you know, you ain't been to the playoffs. You haven't taken your team to the playoffs. I don't believe you have a winning record. So who are you to demand such things? Now, as a Raider fan, I really don't want to see you in Denver. But as a fan of the game... It, it pisses me off when we allow certain individuals to think they are bigger than the game. You signed a contract for how many years for a certain amount, and you're walking away from it. 
Now, if I was the Broncos, I'd say, screw you, buddy. You either come to work or you don't get paid. Whether you like it or you don't, you signed a contract. Now, I know as myself, if I were to walk away from my job, that was that would be me, you know? I signed a contract to work for a place. It's like being in the, in the military. Try to walk away from that contract. See what happens to your ass. Your ass will end up in the fucking brig. So, anyways, just had to give my take as a fan of the game. But as a Raider fan, shit, I hope Denver fucking falls apart. So I got guys. Simplify, Raul Oliveros, and I'm out. Well, man, I'm just glad he's gone. That's all I got to say about that. He killed us. All right, who's next? We have my good partner, my good brother, Sean Dog. Hit it, man. Hello, nation. Sean Dog calling the bone line. Damn it, I miss football. Thank you, Greg, Randy, for keeping us on the field, man. No football. Fuck. So I'm at a bar watching women's basketball last night. I mean, yeah, that's, that's how bad it is, right? Not, not, not that I have anything against women's basketball. I mean, or women, or basketball, or women playing with balls, for that matter. My point is, Newsflash comes on about fucking Cutler wanting to be cut from the Broncos. I mean, come on. I just about spit my Guinness through my nostrils, man. It was awesome. What a whiny biatch. And that's just great news from the dead in Denver, brother. Just got to love it. AFC up for grabs, man. Anything can happen. Good times ahead, my brother. Good times, nation. This could be the year. Just like I said last year, and the year before that, and so, ah, go nation, man. Can't wait to see you all out in the parking lot. It's been too long already. I need it back. And it would be kick-ass to set up a pre-tailgate party with the Crusader Raider and his crew, man. What a fucking stud. Those guys, they come across the pond as often as they do. To see some real football, man, here in the colonies, that would be awesome. I love his calls. I love his takes. Those guys are awesome. Crusader Raider. Cheers, mate. And go Raiders. Well, I know you're chosen for some football. We're all chosen for some football. And yeah, you know, Jay, Cutler's gone. He's gone. It's beautiful. <laughs> you got to love it. Uh, thanks for the call, brother. Always good. Always good news. Always good. The Raiders looking good, man. And, you know, we all say the same thing. This year is our year. But I'm feeling it this year. Strong, baby. Very strong. All right, who's next? We have Western New York Raider. What you got to say, my brother? Raider Craig, Raider Randy, this is Western New York Raider. Good work on the podcast. How you doing, Raider Nation? couple points there. First and foremost, I love the fact that the Broncos are going down. I just love it, love it, love it, man. I love seeing this stuff. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Beautiful stuff, man. Keep it coming. They are going to be on the bottom with KC. Love it, man. Love it. And I think what I really like about the offseason is seeing that Cable and Davis are on the same page. I know that uh, in the beginning of the offseason, it was kind of doom and gloom, and I'm definitely one of those that was on that board there saying, man, this sucks. Offseason sucks. But, you know, you look at our signings of Shane Lecter and Asimawa. I mean, I was... I was out there saying we're not going to get those guys. 
you know, sure enough, we get those guys, and we get the signing of Chris Johnson, and then we get the core special teams guys back. So, and these great decisions that we've seen being made, not only with our core players, but some of the free agents that we brought in, who we brought in on our own terms as opposed to giving them a boatload of money. So I think that chemistry between the owner and coach is really going to help the Raiders in the offseason as well, too. Uh, camp competition. I am just loving the fact that we got some good camp competition this year. We got good competition with the left tackle position with Barnes now and now Henderson. That's going to be great to watch in the off season. Going to be great to see the right tackle position going up for grabs there between peers that we just brought in. And I love the red mullet guy. He's going to be back and healthy. But it's nice to see that we got some good competition on the offensive line. I think it's one of the most solid positions now with the bringing in of uh, Satil as a center. I think that young kid, he'll, he'll be able to make some things happen. I think he's, a, yeah, I think he's definitely an upgrade over uh, Jake Grove by, by far. So, yeah, great competition. We also got some good competition, believe it or not, in the wide receiver position. I think with Shillings and we got Amar Shields coming back. We got Johnny Lee coming back. We got some good players working there. Plus, I think, and I think a lot of people are down on this cat, but Champagne Walker, the guy took a pay cut, all right, to be back on the team. I think maybe this guy might kick it in a little bit and show us a little bit of that promise. You know, I'm not going to give up on this guy this year. This is definitely make a break for the guy. I think by that one gesture of taking a pay cut, he may just kick it in. But I think that's a good, good field to watch this year and see some of the competition. And who knows who we might bring in for the draft, too. It's looking like Crabtree. If we do go wide receiver, he might fall to us. He's a good impact player. Yes, he has the numbers. On tape, he looks good. Speed-wise, he's not Al Davis speed, but, you know, they said that about Jerry Rice, and look what Jerry Rice went on to do. So, I mean, this cat has the ability to make plays. Um, there's the cat out of uh, Cal Poly uh, who was catching passes from Sanchez recently. Apparently he's a monster. Um, he's really moving up the draft charts, too. Um, is it high in the second round to pick him up? I don't know. Um, a couple of areas of concern, though, going into the offseason, I think we all have to look at of course, is the defensive line, the DL. Um, you said it last time in your podcast, and I agree so much with that, the fact that that is one of our weakest links. Um, we need to address that whether or not we get it through draft or pick up another free agent. Now, I, I think we just picked up this Braschetti guy, um, but we need to get impact players there. However, I think that if we upgrade the defense, it's still up to our offense to get out there Put drives together, put points on the board, because you could have 10 Albert Haynesworths on the front line. But if those guys are getting ground down three and a half quarters, any team's going to run against them. Also, our safety positions. Uh, we're not doing good with those. I don't think uh, we have the great depth, the skill level that is necessary to really get some hits in there and have a fearsome secondary. We're looking at Michael Huff as a starter. Um, he's probably as worthy as Derek Gibson's jockstrap. Who else do we have? You know, Eugene, um, the only guy that we really had that was a decent player back that we lost to the Eagles, and that was Baker. I think maybe we can address it through the draft. Oh, again, agree with you. We've got to get DL. We've got to get uh, either Rajay or, or pick up this brace in the second round. We need defensive line help, definitely in the draft. I think we will take the AFC West. We don't have the competition against us. The Chargers suck ass. The Broncos are shitting up all over. And Kansas City, what the frick? Kansas City is a bunch of arrogant pricks with Pioli there. And, and uh, 
and what's his name? I don't even know the freaking coach's name. Hadley, Hadley, and you know they're all arrogant. And they're putting off people, so they're not going to put together a winner. If they do, it's what with Matt Castle. Please, the guy's going to be on his backside so many times. But anyways, Raider Nation for life. Peace out. Well, <laughs> you say a whole lot, man. You got a good rant there. A lot of good takes. A lot of good takes. I'm just telling you, man, I don't want a wide receiver. We have to go defensive line. We have to go defensive end. I'll tell you, our safeties are a concern too, but I'll tell you, most of the points were scored. We got blown away on the run. They ran us up and down the field. I'd take my chances in the air uh, if we could stop that run because you're stopping first downs. You're stopping a lot of first downs right there when you can stop the run. You can also put pressure on the QB. We need defensive line help, man, big time. So that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping so. Thanks for the call, brother. A lot of nice stuff there, man. Good call. Call back, bro. Who's next? We have no name, Rada. That means a guy we don't get his name. You guys got to tell us who you are so we know who you are. And so the nation knows who you are. What do you got to say, my brother? Oh, what's up, Raider Nation? Raider Greg. I'm basically separated from our needs and from our wants. What we want, I have to go with uh, wide receiver Michael Crabtree out of uh, Texas Tech. He's not like uh, like Larry Fitzgerald. I don't know if you remember this, but a couple years back we passed up on Larry Fitzgerald at a pit, which I, I really wanted, but it didn't happen. And then I see us my want list. Maybe getting Ron Bruce at a Boston College, but I don't know if he's been good because what's his name? Uh, B.J. Raji made him better. Because I don't think Ron Bruce would be nothing without B.J. Raji. So I don't know if we should get him or I think Philly Maloa would be around for the second round too for the defensive tackles. And then uh, for our needs, I think we need to get uh, B.J. Raji as our seventh pick for our defensive tackle to shut down the run. Or who knows, maybe the second round we can get Ron Brucey too out of Boston College. Or maybe uh second round we can get a uh, offensive lineman or uh, probably a center. All right, then. Bye. Well, defense is what I'm all about, man. You've heard it before, and you'll hear it again until after the draft. Defense is where we need to be, and that's what we got to do. Thanks for the call. Call us back with your name, man. All right, who's next? We have a good caller. That's right. A guy that's been here before. What you got to say, Reddit Tim from Oklahoma? Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Tim calling from Oklahoma. I'm sitting here watching NFL Network, and it looks like the Bronco Hose just traded Cutler to the Bears. The Bears were crazy, in my opinion, giving up what they gave up, all the draft picks, and uh, Kyle Orton, that's not that big, but... They gave all of them picks to the Broncos for just Jay Cutler. But it may work out for them. But the good thing is we don't have to worry about Jay Cutler in the AFC West games against the Broncos no more. So hopefully we get that sweep on the Broncos this year when both games in Denver and Oakland. It looks like today the Giants have released Plexico Burris. Raider Greg, I was wanting to get your opinion. What do you think about possibly going after him because, you know, we need help at the wide receiver spot. I'm here on the uh, NFL.com looking here, and I see we got Jeff Garcia as our quarterback. 
That is so awesome that we signed another quarterback like that. You know, I do love Jamarcus Russell, but I'm glad if he messes up, you know, with that fumbling he does every time when he wants to hold on to the ball too long, we got somebody who can step in there like Garcia who's experienced and he's like a four-time pro bowler, I think. So, you know, that's good for us that he can be a backup to Jamarcus Russell. Go Raiders. Okay, man. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's say no to Plexico. <laughs> the guy's got trouble written all over him. We could get him in the position and lose him. Who knows if he's going to go to jail, the four tickets. You know, too much drama for us. You don't need him. Garcia was a fantastic pickup. I am jacked up about that. I think that was one of the best moves and not seen by anybody. What a coup. Great move by the Raiders. Thanks for the call, brother. Who's next? We have a great contributor to the show. My good brother, Virginia Raider. It sounds like you woke up, brother. You are excited. What do you got to say, man? What's up, Raider Nation? Man, it's the Virginia Raider. Driving through the rain, can't see a goddamn thing. But I couldn't wait to call, baby. Cutler, he's gone to the Bears. Yes, the Broncos have fucked up once again. Yeah. He's gone. Also heard B.J. Raji, a uh, defensive tackle from Boston College, a guy we've been uh, rumored to maybe take possibly 20-some-odd days from now in the draft. And a lot of my drafts, uh, I've seen Raji coming to Oakland. He failed a drug test or test positive at uh, the Combine. I don't know if any of you um, out there in Raider Land had heard that. It's kind of sad. Um, I don't know if it'll deter us away from drafting this guy. Uh, we've never kind of shied away from from bad image people before, but I think uh, Cable and his new regime and, and Al Davis's newfound uh, mentality um, might send us elsewhere. Hopefully, uh, Arakpo will be there. I, that's, that's what I'm ultimately hoping for. I've said that time and time again, but who knows? I also heard we're talking to Jeff Garcia. I like it. Um, it's just another good move and a line of really good moves <laughs> um, that, that Cable and, and Al have, have done this uh, offseason. And I like it. Uh, he can come in and he can mentor Jamarcus. Um, they're not the same quarterback, I don't think. Jeff is a little bit more mobile. Um, he's a little bit better of an all-around Quarterback, DeMarcus does have good speed for quarterback, but he's got that, that huge arm, and he's young. So he needs somebody back there to mentor him that's had some success in the league, and uh, I think just a good guy. I mean, he could step in. If, if DeMarcus were to get hurt again, we wouldn't have to worry about what the hell the quarterback was going to go out there and do like we would with Walker and Tui. And uh, really, that's all I've got this week. Um, I would like to say last week it was great to hear from uh, the Crusader Raider. I love to always hear from him. Uh, He's kind of like Randy and Greg, a, a hero to me um, as far as the Raiders go, as much as he spins and, and whatnot coming across country and whatnot. Um, so it was really good to hear from, from him on the bone line last week. Uh, I love that guy. But uh, anyway, that's all I get this week, guys. Peace. Well, you know, the B.J. Raji thing, we did hear about that, but one thing is for sure, it hasn't been confirmed by the NFL. No confirmation of the NFL of the drug test, so it's kind of hearsay. Could be a blog thing. I hope the Raiders do backgrounds on anybody, but, you know, a lot of these guys smoke weed before, and 
Depends on what it was, too, and I don't know if he was guilty of it or not. He's denying it, so I'm going to go with that, too. I think we need this cat on the line. He is a monster. He's quick. He's very fast. For a defensive tackle, I think he would be a, he's got a great motor, and I hope we get him at number seven, my friend. And um, that's about it. The Garcia thing did happen. It's a great move. He did a good thing. Great call. Always a good call. Thanks for calling in, my brother. All righty, who's next on the line? We got Raider Mike from Gainesville, Florida, man. What you got to say, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Mike, Gainesville, Florida. Wanted to chime in on this Jay Cutler trade to the Bears. Jay Cutler's gone out of our division, which is great for us. We'll have to see him twice a year. He's in the NFC, which is great. And Basically, Kyle Orton is going to be their starter. Give me a break. I mean, unless this guy just somehow just, you know, has an awesome year, I can't see it happening. I, I, I think the Broncos are no longer a threat to us, and I'm not worried about the Chiefs either. Even though they got Matt Castle, I don't care about them either. Only one is San Diego. Hopefully, I think this is our year to at least split with them. Of course, I'd love to sweep them. Um, of course, Monday night, we that's when we really need to, you know, show and prove that the Raiders are coming back. But now with this Jay Cutler deal, I mean, the Broncos, I mean, there's no way I could see them being a threat to us. I mean, this little young punk, uh, Josh McDaniels, I think he's, you know, he's basically like, you know, I know you want us to bring up Lane Kiffin, but he reminds me of him, you know, going in there trying to change things and he's never been a head coach. And, you know, I guess pretty much uh, Pat Bowling is going along with this guy and, and he, I think, in a way, he's kind of destroyed his franchise at Denver. If I was a Denver fan, I'd be pissed right now. I mean, Jay Cutler was the closest thing to Elway since he left, pretty much. I mean, that guy was a great player. I mean, he's a little immature, but, I mean, I think he eventually came around. You know, the Bears are, you know, they're definitely a threat now, I mean, in the NFC. So if I was Green Bay or Minnesota, I'd watch out. Um, but anyway, getting back to us, I um, wanted to also chime in a couple things on uh, Raider Greg. Uh, one of my buddies from the Raider Nation fan club in Atlanta ran into Kalimba Edwards. Uh, I guess he resides in Atlanta in the off season, and he actually ran into him at a bar there, and they were talking. And basically, Kalimba Edwards uh, liked being a Raider. It was disappointed he got cut. Um, thought that they had a good team and a good defense. He he felt like I guess the reason why they got rid of him and Jabril and a couple others because they were Lane Kiffin guys pretty much. And they were trying to, you know, pretty much Kablizza said that all the reason why he was cutting Jabril and those other guys because they were Lane Kiffin guys. Um, I guess that kind of makes sense in a way, maybe, why they were cut as far as the Jabril cut kind of because everybody's scratching their head saying, like, you know, why was he cut? I mean, he did have, you know, a lot of tackles and he played pretty well, I guess, compared to the rest of the free agents that we picked up but uh, uh, last year. So, that's uh that's interesting. So, um, he also said that you know he he said he liked being in Oakland and he would love to come back, but uh, he doesn't know if the door will be open. So, well, at least he didn't bash the team, which is good. So, he just said that they just basically wanted to get a lot of the guys that were kissing people out of there. Um, my final point is actually I want to send out a shout out to uh, Archangel. Um, so I'll let you know, uh, Archangel from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Hopefully, you put this on the air, Freddie Greg, that. Um, for the draft party, they're having the draft party for the Raider Nation fan club in Atlanta, actually at the Rio Grande Bar over there on Rosmo Road. So, Archangel, if you can come by 
on the 25th and hang out and meet the rest of the official Raider Nation fan club of Atlanta, you know, we'll all be there. Um, even though I don't live in Atlanta anymore, I'm still a member. I'm on the board there. So hopefully, uh, you know, you can come out and meet with us and hang out and get to see your brothers and sisters that uh, are down there. So, uh, and also, you know, same thing, Archangels. If you know anybody in Atlanta, yeah, it's a Raider fan, tell them about it August, excuse me, April 25th, the day of the draft. They're having a draft party down there. We've got Raider specials for us, uh, special drinks and everything. Have our own TV and own section there. So uh, Archangel Raider, get down there and stop down there, my brother, so I can meet you in person. But that's about it, Raider Grass. So hopefully you put that part on the air. If not, then, you know, maybe you can pass it on to Archangel some kind of way. But, uh, again, Jay Cutler is no longer a threat to us. And, again, the Raiders have no excuse this year unless barring some dr- dramatic injuries to our, you know, our offensive of mind is decimated, Jamarcus is out. I mean, just some crazy stuff happens. I don't see There's no reason why we cannot have a legitimate shot of winning this division now. I mean, I just think we do. I mean, the Chargers, I think they're on the decline a little bit. Um, I think we can challenge them at least. So now with Denver officially being – in my opinion, gone. I mean, I just, just Kyle Orton and, I, and this Josh McDowell, there's no way. And the fans of Denver Bronco fans I can that I know of are, are turning on these guys. So, anyway, uh, I guess I'll wait for the next show. Raider Greg and Raider Nature for life. Peace. Well, those are some good takes. We don't have to worry about much. I want to see us play well and at least compete for the West this year. I think we can win the entire deal. I think we can beat the chargeless, boatless, nutless chargers or dead batteries. And I think we can do that too. So uh, we got to see, look forward to it. We just got to keep going forward, man. Looking good so far. Thanks for the call, brother. Who's next? We have a rare special guest from the hills of Denver, Colorado, <laughs> from the country, the hated country of the Oakland Raiders. In hostile territory, my good friend and brother, Colorado Chris. Hit it, my brother. Raider Nation, Colorado Chris calling in for only the second time in the three years I've been listening to this shit. I'm calling simply because I have to comment on this Denver Bronco Cutler thing and what I think is beautiful. You guys know how much I fucking hate this team. And it's so nice to know that this team is fucking imploding from Brandon Marshall's hip surgery and Henry getting busted for his drug use and now Cutler being traded. It is fucking awesome. Also with a new coach, new playbook, this team is just dog shit. And it's just beautiful. The Chiefs are dog shit and the Chargers are our only threat. So with that, my thought is that we have to uh, take a page out of the Cardinals playbook and just win the fucking division. Be strong, get into the playoffs, and hopefully we gel and see how far this team can go. But this is the year that we just have to take this division and uh, see what happens. That's all I got. Keep it simple. Uh, Greg, Randy, thanks for what you do. And I'll talk to you guys probably next year. See ya. It's beautiful to see and hear that great things are happening there in Denver. I'm sure you're having a great time popping off about how jacked up that team is. I know you're doing it. Your buddies are hating you now. I love it for you, man. It's a good place to be right now. 
Denver's imploding. <laughs> I love it. Well, can't wait to see you this season, brother. You and your lovely wife, man. We'll we'll see you then. And uh, thanks for the call. Make more than just one every three years. Come on, you're a, you're a funny guy. All right, who's next? We have my good brother, Juan Jorge. What you got to say, man? Anytime you hear a Bronco fan call the Raiders dysfunctional, slap them in the face. Anytime anyone calls the Raiders dysfunctional, just laugh. Because this, my friends, the Denver Broncos, this is dysfunctional. And you see what happens when owner gives the coach a little bit too much power? Pat Pole and dipshit had his head so high up his ass that he thought McDaniels was going to come in here, and voila, they were going to go to the Super Bowl. The idiot started by firing Mike Shanahan, who had his team, you know, not you know, not very great last year, but you know, Mike Shanahan did a good job with that team, regardless, and throughout the years, and he fired him for McDaniel's, a 32-year-old. So here comes McDaniel's, the dumb shit, coming. And he, he wants to bring Matt Castle in. Well, that doesn't work out for him. Now Jen Cutler, you know, Mr. Vagina Face, doesn't want to be in uh, Denver anymore. So now they're having a little dispute here. Man, if that's not dysfunctional, I don't know what is. Jay Cutler going to the Bears, priceless. Denver Broncos getting Kyle Orton, priceless. Their fans... Oh, man, you know, they're hating it right now. They're probably so pissed while McDaniel's fired. This is this is so great. Great day to be a Raider fan. Great day to see this happen. And McDaniel's must have been really stupid because uh, he's our quarterback. He's our quarterback. He's our quarterback. Come on, shut the fuck up. He was never your quarterback. He tried to get Matt Castle. That didn't work out. Now it's being thrown into his face. Let's just hear what a little uh, McDouche had to say about who his quarterback will be. Yes, he's our quarterback. <clears throat> Present tense. He's our quarterback, period. <laughs> future tense? He will be your quarterback? He's our quarterback. We can't, we can't predict the future. You know, he's our quarterback, and you know, we want him to be our quarterback. We made that very clear to him, um, and we hope he feels the same way. Is the door open in your mind? He's still under contract with you guys. Yep. Is the door open in your mind for him to still be the quarterback? Sure, absolutely. He's under contract, as you mentioned, and uh, you know we've made that clear that, that that we want him to be back here with us and and to lead our football team. But your job is to make the football team as good as it can be. Mm -hmm. That sometimes includes changing personnel. Mm -hmm. That's still on the table. A trade. Every decision we make is based on trying to do what's best for the football team in order for us to win and improve. Um, and, and that's always going to be the way that this job is. Um, so it, it's, you know, it, this was just a very, a very, uh, you know, highly publicized, um, way to kind of bring that, uh, to, to the forefront. That's just great. He's our quarterback. He's our quarterback. <laughs> this is beautiful. Jay Cutler gone, a Pro Bowl player, 25 years old. He was the face of the franchise, and he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> and they have Kyle Orton now. Now, I'm not going to bag on Kyle Orton. He is a decent quarterback, but he's no Jay Cutler. 
And, man, th- th- this is beautiful. I mean, what can I say? Uh, the AFC West is up for grabs. The Chiefs, you know, they're having their own little section of dysfunction down there. Um, the Broncos, well, you know, I don't need to say more on them. And the Chargers, well, they still have North Turner. Um, and LaDainian Tomlinson is at the back end of his career. And Darren Sproles will be getting more carries, which means there will be a little dispute between Tomlinson and management and coaches. And the Raiders, what are they doing? They're just staying quiet, conducting business, not bothering nobody, not making big headlines. Because for once, they're, they know what they're doing. They're actually conducting a professional offseason and are headed towards the right direction. Do we see light at the end of the tunnel? You bet your ass we do. It starts September 14th. And, man, I hope we win that game because I, I don't know how many more primetime whoopings I can handle. But, fuck, dude. I, I am so pumped, and I wish we had the Broncos to play on Monday night again because we dish it out in our own house, in their face, right in front of our own home crowd, but we don't. And this makes my away trip going to Denver so much more better because now I have a good feeling that they're not going to be very competitive. They're going to be in the dumps next year. <laughs> Anyways, that's all i got to say. Uh, this is Juan Jorge, and this has been hella fun explaining to you why Jake Cutler is not the quarterback of the Denver Broncos anymore. He's gone. He is gone, fellas. Well, that was very good, man. Very good, Juan. You said it. You laid it out. True Raider fan. Na 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 na, hey, 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 goodbye. Can you hear it? I love it. We can sing that when the Chargers are leaving the stadium after a Monday night beating. Because I think the Oakland Raiders are sick of this. I think Cable's going to be able to rally these guys and pump them up and make them just—it's just not going to happen. We're not going to lose another primetime game. Not the beginning of the season. I just have a lot of hopes for this team. And just like you, brother, we're making some good moves, smart moves. I love it. All right, who's next? We have Rada Damien from Plaza County. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, how's it hanging, boys? Raider Damien up here in Plaza County. And uh, got a bone line for you here, but before I do that, I wanted to throw out a big, massive shout-out to the Oakland Police Department, uh, who lost four officers. And I know for a fact one of those officers that was lost, Sergeant Irvin Romans, uh, that guy works at South Parking Lot at every Raiders game. He would stop by our tailgate. Randy, I'm sure he's been by years before. You can't miss him. Hell of a man. All four of those guys are heroes as far as I'm concerned. And uh, once again, big shout-out to the OPD. Okay, so opening up on Monday Night Football again, the second game again. I don't know. I'll be there, but you know what? I'm not going to hold my breath because we got spanked last time, and you know Tomlinson coming into Oakland with that forum, he could have a bad year, but that's the one game where he will absolutely blow things up. So I'm hoping that our defense is ready to go and ready to put a hurt on him. Um, Heard your comments about Jamarcus not showing up for camp. Uh, for the beginning of those quote-unquote voluntary um, workout sessions. That really fucking pisses me off. 
because this guy is a leader and he needs to be there. And this is the year that he's coming into his own. And I believe it was last year sometime uh, that uh, that funny ass motherfucker in New York, C Money, I believe is his name. He was going off on Jamarcus saying that Jamarcus wasn't the guy. Well, you know what? I'm starting to think that way, too. You know what? If he wants his team and he wants to be a leader, man, he needs to step up to the freaking plate right now and start being a leader. And being a leader is showing up at camp. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. But uh, I hope I'm wrong on this. I really do. Um, re-upped my season tickets. So, you know, I will see all you guys out there. I believe it was uh, Juan Jorge said something about going up to Denver uh, and doing a thing like that. I think we should all get that organized. There's something out there on the uh, forum, and let's do that. Let's just take a big contingent of uh, Raider fans up there to Denver and show them how we do it from uh, Oaktown. So uh, that's all i got to say about that. Um, hope you guys have a great day. Really looking forward to the draft. You know, the one thing that I, I think I'm going to have to disagree on is I do think we need to go for a receiver because, you know, whoever we have right now, we don't have a number one guy. Yes, Johnny Lee Higgins stepped up. Schillings stepped up. You know, Ashley Lee is sitting out there, a couple of these other guys. But we don't have a dominant number one receiver. And if we do, somebody please tell me who that is, because I don't know who that is. So, uh, once again, Raider Damien up here in Placer County. I am out. Big shout-out to the OPD. You guys rock. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, that four-officer shooting was some bullshit. And uh, those guys take care of that city, man. They work hard. That's a busy place, a dangerous place to work, and hat goes off to those guys for sure. We sent an engine and some guys over there for the services. It was something. But uh, on to the Raider stuff. You know what? San Diego and Tomlinson running down our throat and everything. Fuck LT, all right? I'm going to just say that right now because I just don't think he's going to do it this year because in the draft, we're not going to draft a wide receiver. We're going to draft a defensive lineman. We're going to draft B.J. Raji, who's going to clothesline the little Damien Tablinson and break his neck. Not really, but at least hurt his neck anyway. That's what I'm saying. So San Diego can come into Oakland, but I think in the draft, we're going to draft some defensive linemen, and it's going to be over for the LT Express, and he can sit on the bench, and someone can throw him a pair of wadded-up panties to dampen his eyeballs from the tears because we're going to send him home with a big old zero and one for the season because they're going to be out of game in the AFC US in the division. We're going to start off. I've got a lot of hopes for this team. Thanks for the call, brother. Very, very good. All right, who's next? <laughs> we have a caller, and it reminds me of a friend of mine, Young Raider. What you got to say, my brother? Hey, Raider Nation. Young Raider calling in, seeing what's up. Uh, I know the talk of the offseason is Jay Cutler to the Bears. I'm shocked about that, but before I get to that, I just want to ask y'all opinion on something. Uh, it looks like we got Sattel from Miami. I like that pickup, but uh, I'm not really a fan of trading away draft picks, especially after the whole D'Angelo Hall thing. So I'm really shaky about taking away draft picks to get this guy. I per- I like the pickup, and I think he's worth it because, uh, you know, two years in the league and he hasn't missed a game yet. So I like the fact that he's playing. Uh, I like the pickup. 
I just want to see what you guys think. Do we give up too much for him? He's basically like Grove, except he's stronger. He's basically like Grove, except he's nastier. He's basically like Grove, except he's exactly what we need at the center position. So, needless to say, I like it. But now to get back to Jay Cutler, to the Bears. I absolutely love it, love it, love it. Talk to me, Raider Greg. Tell me you love it, too. I know you have to. Talk to me, man. Hey, everybody in the Raider Nation, I don't care what state you're living in, we need to fly out to the Coliseum and have the biggest burn Jay Cutler's jersey party that we can. Everybody go to the Coliseum. Anybody who sets that party up, let me know, because I know it's going to be a party. I know it is. Talk to me, guys, because I love it. That officially gave the Raiders the AFC West Championship. There's no doubt in my mind. Let's go get them. And as far as Monday Night Football, we're going to beat them Chargers, too. Chargers, you do not dominate Oakland anymore. LaDainian Tomlinson, get out of here, LaDainian. You're about to get stuffed. I cannot wait for the home opener. And, yes, I am moving back to California. So, yes, I will be there. I will be there for Monday night. Talk to me, Raider Nation. Holla. No, I don't think we gave too much up for Satele. Man, he's 24 years old. He's just going to get bigger and stronger and nastier, like you said. Uh, Grove, he got injured a lot, and I just don't think he was fast enough. I think he got to be quick on our line, and uh, he's going to have some great company, man. We really bolstered that offensive line. We got a tough line. It's going to be good for this kid, and I don't think we gave up too much for him at all. And when you say things like, talk to me, Raider Greg, well, that's exactly what my buddy said all the time. You know you got to say it. You know you want to say it. Come on, say it with me. Cutler's gone. I love it. I love it. (laughs) That's for you, Mike. Okay, man, let's see. Who's next on the line? We have a first-time caller. I love it. I love the first-time callers. Raider Jake from Iowa. What you got to say, brother? Raider Jake, Raider Nation. What's up, guys? This is Raider Jake in Iowa, a first-time caller. I just wanted to give my two cents on the Jake Cutler trade. I think this is great for the Oakland Raiders. This guy was tearing us up ever since he got drafted, and now he's gone. And Kyle Snorton Orton is who we get to deal with twice a year. Much happier about him than Jay Cutler. Cutler's a great quarterback. I mean, putting up with him two times a year, it sucked. Now with Cutler out and uh, Kyle Orton running the show, I think the Raiders are at least slated for two wins this upcoming season. I hope we get, I don't know, around 16. That would be that would be great. And, uh, well, that's about it for me. Uh, Raider Greg, Raider Nation, thanks. And I'd also like to give a shout-out to uh, everybody's favorite Raiders, Sanjay Lyle and Quaim Harris. Take care, guys. I'm out. Raider Jake, great take. And you got to love Sanjay Lyle. Come on, say it, man. Let's say it. Sanjay Lal. Say it like you mean it. <laughs> I love it. Thanks for the call, brother. Always good. You know this is all good in the offseason. 
We need our fix. All righty. Who's next? We have Obi-Wan Raider. And Obi-Wan Raider Jr. What you guys got to say, my brothers? What's up, Raider Nation? This is Obi-Wan Raider calling you from Houston, Texas. I want to give a shout-out to Raider Greg and Randy. How you guys doing? I just want to talk a little bit about the additional signings that we've just made. Um, I like the Jeff Garcia signing. I think that uh, it will give Russell two things. One, someone who's been in the league and been in a lot of different situations um, as a mentor for him. And then two, it'll put in the back of his head, hey, fucker, you don't work out? we got somebody else ready to step in there and take your job. Now, I'm all for giving the kid his, uh, his due diligence and his, uh, his chances, but he's got it. This is break, make or break for him this year. Um, on the signing of offensive um, lineman Marcus Johnson, I think that's a, a solid play. It gives us competition at the uh, right tackle position because uh, Cornell broomstick beats your wife green. He definitely needs to be gone. Um, on, another, on another note, as the draft is approaching right now, you know, I'm just excited for the future for the Raiders. You know, um, Raider Greg, I want to hear your thoughts. Who do you think we should go ahead and pick up with that uh, seventh pick? I still think Raji will be a good pick, um, a lot better than Mac, uh, Macklin or Crabtree or anything like that. But I am concerned with the um, positive testing because that will open him up to a um, four-game suspension if he does it again, and that could come at an ill-advised time, especially during the playoffs. Um, I am loving the fact that the Broncos basically just cut their nuts off by trading Jay Cutler to the Chicago Bears. Kyle Orton is a joke, and uh, Mr. McDaniels is definitely a joke as well. The Chiefs, they're inconsequential because they're rebuilding, and they can rebuild a piece of shit as far as I'm concerned. This is the year that we beat the hell out of the AFC West and take our rightful place again as the leader of the AFC West. Opening day, we need to drive and drive and drive and drive and kick the shit out of the San Diego Chargers. No let up. You got to beat them and beat them soundly, as Al Davis always says. On that note, I want to tell everyone, uh, let's have a happy Easter. And I'm bringing to the phone now, for the very first time, my Darth Apprentice, my son, Obi One Raider Jr. Hello. Raiders rule. Broncos suck. Chargers suck. And the cheese queef. And the cheese queef. Go Raiders. Go Raiders. Sit down. Raider Nation. Raider Nation. Alright. He's come to the dark side of the force at only four years old. <laughs> Well, BJ Raji, man, don't worry about him. I think on this substance thing, they don't. It's not confirmed on NFL Network or NFL. So if it doesn't come up from them, I'm not really buying it. Um, you know what? Some guys can make a little bit of mistakes. I'm not going to put a lot of uh, of uh, water in that bucket because he hasn't had any trouble before. Uh, if he had a big long history of this, I'd say it was a, an issue. I think we take BJ Raji or another defensive end if we can get him. Uh, there's a couple of guys 
in the draft that would be great if they fell to us. It really is a mix-up. Depends on the best defensive player, defensive tackle, defensive end, maybe linebacker. Um, but I think uh, the, the lineman is major priority. we got to stop the run, and that's the way we got to go. And I'm telling you, man, Raider Nation, I am pumped. And you should be pumped, too, because the season is looking pretty freaking good. And I'm telling you, as a fan, I'm pumped. And as a Raider Nation representative, I am pumped to report that we look like we know what we're doing. And I'm telling you, like the rest of you, I'm saying Monday night, the Chargers, I'm telling you, they better be ready to play some football because the Coliseum is going to be on fire. And we're going to make that trip to Denver, and we're going to have a party for the Crusader Raider the night before the game. And we're going to do some stuff this season because it's the season to rock and roll because Raiders are taking the West. I'm telling you right now, the Raiders are taking the West. And watch how fast it happens. This is Raider Greg. I am pumped, and I am out.